Whether you're a seasoned attendee or first-timer, we'll give you some tips on surviving Transworld's Halloween and Attraction Show. That's coming up on today's show. Welcome to the show. I'm Philip. On the HAN Show, we bring the haunted attraction industry to you every weekday. We have news, education, and on-location coverage from Halloween experiences around the world. Here at the network, we also have partner stations, and today's episode is courtesy of one of those partners, A Scott in the Dark, hosted by Scott Swenson. After two decades of steady attendance, Scott is unable to attend Transworld this year. However, he put together a guide for those of you who can attend. Before I pass it over to Scott, just a reminder that you can stop by and say hello to our team and even leave a recording for the show. We're at booth 2422. Okay, here's Scott. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the dark. Finally, it has been so very, very long since I have done a Scott in the Dark that I am I am thrilled to be back. And um, you know, you're probably wondering, gosh, a where have you been? What's taken so long? And b what has prompted you to come back and do another show? Well, <clears throat> um, so for uh, many of you know this already, but as it stands right now, uh, when this is being recorded, which is in January of, of 2023, uh, because to be perfectly honest, I've noticed a lot of you are listening to the old shows or watching the old shows um, to get caught up, which I think is great. Um, but as of this very moment, I'm not in the United States right now. I'm I'm working on a project in, uh, in Abu Dhabi. And uh, it's a non-haunt related project, but it is a, a project that I can't talk about in too great a detail, but uh, suffice to say it's taking a lot of time and it's keeping me here <clears throat> for several months. Um, so in, in preparation for this, as well as getting here and working on it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I have not um, been able to make the time to come back and, and do shows. Um, it is also the reason that I will not be at um, the Trans World Show. And that's the reason for this show. Uh, I've been a part of the, the, the Trans World Show for the Trans World Halloween Show, Halloween and Christmas Show, Halloween, Christmas, and uh, Escape Room Show, as, as it continues to grow for many, 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 many years, for 20 something years. And um, I've been there for uh, to either attend or to do presentations, to do uh, speaking engagements, to do classes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And since it is coming up very, very shortly, I was feeling a little um, reminiscent about years gone by and a little, uh, a little sad that, uh, that I'm not going to be there. You know, for those of you who have listened to, to the show for a while, you know that I quite often will do um, a Scott in the Dark presentations or shows from <clears throat> from various shows, including Transworld. And uh, this year, I'm not going to be able to do that. Because like I said, not going to be there. Uh, so what I wanted to do is a show all about what I'm going to miss because I'm not going to be at Transworld. Now you're probably thinking, how is that a show? How is that anything of any interest at all? 
And I, I think it can benefit you, the listeners, in a couple of different ways. Um, if you have never been to Transworld, and this is going to be your first time, some of the things that I may mention here are things that that you may or may not have considered and things that you can certainly take advantage of while you are there. Um, <clears throat> Transworld, the Transworld show can be overwhelming. And there are so many different levels and so many different facets of uh, of the shows itself that sometimes you will miss certain elements. And I know that over the 20 years, 20 plus years that I've been there, um, some years I focus on one area and some years I focus on another. But hopefully this show will kind of give you an idea of what I'm going to miss by not being there. So it will lead you into things that you might want to poke your nose into and find out more about. Um, for those of you who have been to Transworld as often or more so than I have, uh, I hope that this gives you um, kind of a focus on why it's still fun, why it's still important for you to be there um, so that you don't take things for granted. You know, I uh, <clears throat> I was asked at some point in time, not too long ago, is it necessary, Scott, for you to be at the Transworld shows? Because right now I can't take any clients for 23. I'm already packed Marty full. Um, and, and I'm, and I'm struggling to keep all those pumpkins in the air, so to speak. So, uh, it's, it's, it's not for a promotional purpose, um, or at least a short-term promotional purpose. We'll talk about that more in just a little bit, but, um, I, I really wanted to, you know, as I was putting together the show notes for this particular show, I wanted to explore what is it that I'm going to miss about not being at the trans world show. Um, so, uh, so hopefully those of you who, who like myself have been for years and years and years and years and years and years, maybe this will make it so you don't take things for granted. All right. Um, cause this is, a, it's an amazing show. I mean, there's a lot of great shows out there. There's a lot of great, you know, attraction shows and haunt shows, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But Transworld really holds a special place in my heart, as it does, I think, with so many people in the uh, seasonal entertainment industry, whether it's Halloween or Christmas or, um, you know, escape rooms, whatever. So <clears throat> I took a little bit of time to make a couple of notes and write down what it is that I'm going to miss. Um, the first thing that came to mind, well, not the first thing that came to mind, but the first thing I'm going to talk about is... Um, the show floor itself, you know, going out on the Transworld show floor, if you've never been to a Transworld show, walking onto the show floor for anyone in the haunted attraction industry or anyone in the Christmas industry is sort of like the scene in in the first Willy Wonka with, with Gene Wilder where they open the door into the, the candy room or the chocolate room or whatever it is and uh, everybody's jaw drops open. It's like, oh my gosh, look at all the cool stuff we've got here. Well, that's exactly what it is when you the first time you walk onto the trade show floor. And um, every year, no matter how many times I go, you know, I start at one end and I and I work my way all the way across up and down. And it usually takes me several days because I stop to talk to people or I get pulled away or I have to go teach a class or I have to go attend a class or whatever, whatever, whatever. And um, but I, I try to do it very methodically. So I do make sure that I at least walk down every aisle. Now, do I promise that I see absolutely every booth? No, I can't promise that at all because it does become overwhelming and, and a little bit of white noise for everyone. Uh, 
But the, the importance of the showroom floor for me is to, you know, first and foremost, obviously, to see what new products are out there, to see what uh, different <clears throat> providers are now offering and, and you know, what cool stuff is there that I didn't see the previous years. Um, another reason that as a consultant, I like to be there is because it gives me the opportunity to see what is popular and what is selling well. So that when my clients come to me and say, hey, what's the, the newest, hottest trend? Um, it's not necessarily something that's new to me, but it's something that people at this trade show are buying or lining up to see or try or whatever. So it gives me more information on what is popular within the industry. Um, the other reason, you know, and you're probably thinking, well, gosh, I could do all of that just by doing some, some searching online, which is true. Um, <clears throat> for me, it takes more time to search all of the different vendors online than it does to walk up and down the trade show floors. So it just seems like the way to go. Uh, the other thing that you can't do online is to test quality. You know, whether it is, is this, this mask looks cool, but will it make it through the second night of my haunt? Or this prop makes a great noise, but is it really as loud as it appears on the, on the video? Can you hear it from far away? Um, you know, I always, I always say that if I see something early in the show and they're demonstrating it over and over again, I want to go back later in the show to see if it's still working. Uh, because if it can make it through a trans world show, it might be able to make it through one night of any regular haunted attraction. So it's it's a great way to see quality that you can't necessarily see on uh, on videos or from their website, etc. And then finally, the other thing that that I'm going to miss by not being there is the ability to chat with the vendors, the abil the ability to talk to the vendors and find out you know how their years are going, how they um, how they how how quickly they're getting their merchandise sent to them, uh, how long it's going to take to get that merchandise sent to me or my clients. Uh, so that that one-on-one -on -one conversation with the vendors and getting to know the vendors, I think is really important because I will even, you know, I one of the things that I'm doing actually right now as we speak is I'm writing concepts and venue flows for haunts for the 23 season. And if I know what's out there, quite often I can include those and, and tell my clients, you know, if you're looking for something like this, you can go to XYZ vendor and get it there. Um, I have to rely on slightly outdated information or I have to go to vendors that I know and search their websites online to see if they have exactly what I'm looking for. If I'm on the trade show floor, I can walk by it and go, oh, that's really cool. I'll remember that for this client or that client or whomever. So, and then again, I can chat with the vendor and say, hey, if I order this in a month, will I get it in time for the event? And they can say yes or no. And of course they'll say yes. But some of my favorite vendors would say, mm, it's going to be tough. They'll be honest with me. So building that rapport with the vendors is, I, I think, really, really important. Um, I also have to say that <clears throat> kind of tied into the whole vendor side of things, I'm really excited to see that the show is earlier this year. I really like the idea of seeing it in um, seeing it happen in February. And I know there's some discussion about, oh gosh, it's so early. However, this is when you should really be planning your haunt anyway. So, um, and it gives the vendors longer lead time uh, so that they can deliver it to you in time for the for the show itself. So I'm I'm quite happy to see it. Um, 
happening at, at this at this time of year. Hopefully, I'll be able to attend it next year. Uh, hopefully, I'll be back in the United States for it. So, you know, fingers crossed. Um, what else do I miss? Uh, so not only just walking on the show floor, but also one of the things that I work at or have worked at quite a bit over the years is the education side. Uh, the classes that that either I teach or the classes that I attend, um, the the panels that I have sat on, et cetera. I think it's really important to learn to learn things from your peers. You know, um, I will give this caveat: not all of the classes or sessions that are taught at Transworld are equal. Um, I know that the team does a phenomenal job in vetting and trying to find the best people for the best classes, but <clears throat> there are classes that occasionally end up being, uh, you know, a very long commercial for the company or the individual. There are some classes that end up being very myopic and show just one single focus of here's how we can do it. Um, but for the most part, it's, it's people who want to share their successes and their failures uh, with the rest of the industry. Now, uh, when I first started going, people were people would play these education seminars much closer to the chest. It's like hiding their cards so that no one could copy them because they've got a crazy new idea. They're doing a haunt about, don't tell anyone, zombies. That's stupid. Um, there, there is, there are, there are very few, very, very few completely new ideas in the attractions industry and the haunt industry. So the idea of sharing what has worked for you and what hasn't is only going to benefit everybody. Um, and hopefully you can pick up something while you share something. Um, you know, again, it's not going to be a haunt season unless I say the phrase, uh, when the tide comes in, all ships rise. By helping the industry, we help ourselves. So uh, the education side is is super important, which is why I've always tried, I've always submitted and quite often have been selected to present on whatever topic is, is missing. I mean, I'm lucky because I've done Christmas events, I've done Halloween events, I've done escape rooms. I can I can pretty much speak on many different topics and whatever the, the trans world team needs, I'm always happy to oblige if I can. Um, and this year, I will tell you, I was, uh, I was asked to present and unfortunately, I can't, at least not this year, hopefully next year. Um, so I'm, I'm right there about sharing with my peers what has worked and what hasn't. Share your perspective, share your experiences, and go and pick up on these classes. You know, <clears throat> all too often, I think new folks, um, are the ones who dive into the classes and go, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. Um, as you go more and more often to the show, you start to think, eh, I don't know whether I really need to go to any classes at all. My suggestion is try to go to at least two or three. And if you can pick two or three that you know nothing about, um, that will just expand your, your knowledge base. Um, there are gonna be people who agree, who agree with me and disagree with me. That's, that's always the way it is. Uh, but I, I think that it's important, even if it's a class in something that you do know something about, uh, it's not bad to have your ideas reinforced or you can, or have them challenged so that you can rethink and improve and polish your own point of view. Um, so, so pick a, pick a class that is just kind of random and decide, Hey, I'm going to go to this class or I'm going to go to that class because I think they will, uh, give you something that you didn't necessarily, uh, 
you didn't necessarily know or haven't necessarily experienced in the past. There are a ton other than than classes and um, other than classes and the showroom floor, there are a ton of other functions that take place during trans world. Um, the first one I think of, and, and again, I'm biased because I've hosted it the last couple of years uh, or last few years are the Oscars. This is the Haunted Attraction Association Award Show, um, which gives <clears throat> the, the people there an opportunity to see sort of the, the crowning achievements um, or certainly based on the, the point of view of the, of the Oscar committee, um, some of the crowning achievements from the, the haunt industry this past season. It's great to go and, and see who's being honored. Um, usually lifetime achievement award is very important. Um, some of the other awards are, are, are really kind of cool to see. I am, I am proud to say that I am uh, the recipient of one of those, one of those board member awards, uh, special recognition awards several years ago. And I got to present um, a, an award to my very dear friend, Robbie LaPree um, at the Lifetime Achievement Award uh, near, near the end of her, unfortunately near the end of her life. But uh, I was, so I'm, I, those are always important parts of the, uh, of the Oscars to me. It also is a great opportunity to, to hear about and chat with some of the board members if you are not a Haunted Attraction Association member um, about what the organization is about. And you can kind of see what the, what the uh, the awards and the recognition of excellence looks like. Um, they usually talk a little bit about chaos. They usually talk a little bit about some of the other um, the other opportunities that being an HAA member provides you. So um, the Oscars are the first function that I think of. And of course, there are parties. There are parties presented by everybody in every different location. City Museum, super cool. Always has been, always will be. Um, so, so attend those functions. And, and I know it starts, you're starting to think, okay, I'm, I'm spending to be at the show. I'm spending to do this. I'm spending to do that. I know it's starting to add up dollar wise, but Hey, you only do it once a year. So go for it. Um, make sure that you work it into your budget that you can, you can do some of these things because they will benefit you. And all of these things, whether it is being on the trade show floor or attending or teaching classes or um, attending or hosting functions, all of this serves one really important purpose. And that is to either introduce yourself to new connections or new clients or reconnecting with your friends in the industry and um, and the and or potential clients. Um, I actually have a situation where I'm working <clears throat> with a new client. I'm doing it remotely at the moment, but I'm even doing a Zoom call into a pitch meeting for uh, a new experience at Transworld. So I won't be attending Transworld, but I will still be doing a pitch meeting while I'm there. So basically what we're doing is taking advantage of the fact that some of the key players are all going to be in the same location at the same time. I, I think that's, I think that is a, a wonderful opportunity uh, at these kinds of shows, because again, Transworld brings in the majority of heavy hitters from the industry, not everybody, uh, but a lot of folks. 
And, um, you know, so you'll see people from independent haunts. There's a, uh, this year it appears as though there's going to be a very large representation from the theme park world. Um, we all know which theme park I'm talking about. And uh, so I think it's all going to be um, just a great place to mix, mingle, meet friends, network, and have a good time. Um, and having a good time, excuse me, having a good time should not be underestimated. Um, go out and, and party, go out and have a good time. I'm, I'm to the point now where I don't party quite as hard as I used to, but uh, that d hasn't stopped a lot of the folks in, in the haunt industry, Pat, I'm talking to you. Uh, but anyway, the, the idea is that there are people who know how to party, who like to party, and this is a great opportunity to party. So, so take it and, and have fun with those, those people in the industry. So I realize this is a shorter than normal um, episode of A Scott in the Dark, but at least I'm coming back for a show again. And I promise I, I will do my best to, to keep sharing information uh, on the industry. Like I said, I have been pulled away into the more theme park realm for a while. Um, <clears throat> and as soon as I have more things that I can officially talk about, I will be happy to share those publicly and on... Uh, uh, either the format of this show or green tagged uh, theme park in 30, the other podcast that Philip and I do. Um, but, uh, but for now, those of you who are lucky enough to attend the trans world show this year, 2023, please walk the trade show floor for me. Please uh, go and attend a class or teach a class for me. Please go to one of the functions for me and please party like a mad person for me uh, because I won't be able to be there. And uh, hopefully, again, fingers crossed, hopefully I will be able to join you all again in person next year at the, the Trans World Trade Show. So until next time, this is Scott Swenson from A Scott in the Dark saying, rest in peace. Today's episode was edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope and original music composed by Chris Thomas. Support for today's episode comes from Gantam Lightning and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. From Dark Hour to Netherworld, Super Mario Land to Hagrid's bike, Gantam goes where other fixtures can't. See what you're missing with a free demo? Sign up at gantam.com demo. That's gantam.com demo. The HAN team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Until next time, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network. <laughs>